When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dave, we got a packed show today. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to mention before we actually get into our subject. Uh, I do want to mention that we are drinking a delicious drink right now. It's called Bach to the Future, which is very fitting because we're a movie podcast. Um, And it's from uh, the guys at Procrastination Brewing. Uh, They're a local uh, brewing company. Uh, They're, you know, very uh, small and independent right now, and they're trying to branch out. They do have a GoFundMe page, so check that out. Uh, You can follow them on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, It's uh, run by Scott Greenwood and Rob Nelson. Uh, So, yeah, a couple of Tampa Tampa guys making making some beer. Really tasty beer. Yeah. Uh, I love both names, Box to the Future, because we actually you have a uh, Back to the Future uh, sticker, yep. Blockbuster mentality on your laptop. Yep. Procrastination or procrastination. I mean, <laughs> that this is us. Yes, it's a us. it's a perfect uh, little little uh, connection we got here because we yeah we're we're procrastinators. It's like hey, we got a show to do on a Thursday. Did you watch the movie yet, Dave? It's Tuesday. I uh, no, I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I'll get to it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, this is quite tasty. Uh, back by to the future it's like a nice uh, caramel yeah, uh, taste to it yeah, very malty and uh yeah so definitely if you're in the florida area check them out even if uh even if you're not in the florida florida area check them out uh on their facebook page or instagram and see if they can hook you up uh from afar you know yeah. ship you some beer you, you know definitely missing out i'm enjoying this uh, yeah. glass of beer Good. I'm glad. <laughs> we're we're beer uh, critics now as well, I guess. So, <laughs> well, not to derail too much, but I uh, I've dabbled in homebrew a little bit. So oh, I okay. I have it in here because of uh, my, my living situation. Yeah, isn't conducive. I don't have like a hose in a backyard to, where I can make a huge mess. I can't really do it well inside without screwing things up. But uh, I can definitely appreciate this. This is a, this is a professional tasting beer. This isn't. This is far better than what I could make. So yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. So yeah, I'm glad we uh, he, he was able to hook us up with uh, with some beer here and we're able to talk about it this is not the only reason why this episode is special yep we have a very very special guest mr ryan l terry he's one of our biggest fans and we're well i think maybe one of his biggest fans so it's great to have him yep. here at my house we're not in the blockbuster i know that's right he's new tonight so it's great yeah so yeah welcome ryan how are you I'm doing great. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm, uh, really excited to be here uh thanks so much for reaching out uh i it, was uh, really excited when I found out that we're all in the same area. Yeah. So I was. Uh, it was. It's great to be able to put uh, faces with names. Right. And the show. And I, you know, just uh, uh, happy to have the opportunity to sit down here and and talk with you guys. And you know, one thing I, I mention on on all the shows I'm on is just you know how incredibly grateful I am for the opportunities to sit down and share and get to uh, take a more active role in the conversations. That uh, on our own film Twitter or horror Twitter uh, or just uh, just other movie uh, enthusiasts, whatever hashtags you're using to join in conversations, and I love uh, being able to have a uh, be able to be an active participant and just meeting so many yeah. great podcasters. Yeah. Whether it's uh, sitting uh, sitting in um, a, a studio like we are now or uh, you know, it's uh, that is a very on loose Skype. term. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 Come on, man! He, he made us. I, I made us sound really. Good. Yeah. Made sound really good. You just made us sound late. Yeah. So, thanks a lot, Dave. I tell you now, if you really want to see a sweet ass setup, you have to uh, check out a JSYK. Podcast, okay. Just so you know, because other local boys. Yeah, other yep. Local, yep. They uh, broadcast from uh, their poolside, like Tiki Hut. Ooh, nice. It's dope. Yeah. Just, it's a lot of you get the crickets going. In yeah, the you got the <laughs> you, man, and, it's like quite the atmosphere yeah, you get. Yeah, so mosquitoes. 
Uh, actually, I don't think <laughs> He doesn't want to say anything negative, Dave. This isn't a studio. Oh, were there mosquitoes at their studio? <laughs> so thanks, Dave. Thanks for that. But uh, no, yeah, it's great having you. You're a very active member in the you know film Twitter community, community as it's known, which you know, you're great at promoting you know, amateur podcasts, indie podcasts, things like that. So we always appreciate when you, you know, are promoting us. We really appreciate that. Uh, you do your own reviews uh, at uh, RL Terry Real Review or, or Real View. I'm sorry. Let me say that again. RL Terry Real View dot com. Uh, you do you you know uh, do reviews of film, theme parks, and television. Yeah, uh, television. Uh, nice. My newest television article. My newest television article is a running review of the new Twilight Zone series. So okay. And so uh, the I I still have to review episode three, which just came out. But you can find reviews of episodes. Uh, one and two on there. Maybe nice. By the time you're listening to this, you know the the review of episode three. I will. Uh, I need to watch the show still, so I'm yeah, looking forward right. to reading your I, review, uh, reviews. I love the original. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying uh, the exploration of this new version. Uh, I have a I have a hypothesis that uh, Jordan Peele's writing style is I I think it's going to show itself to be more conducive. For television, okay. or his uh, like being a the, whether he's a showrunner or a producer, I I feel that he'll be strongest on television. I'm sure there's people listening right now who may be disagreeing with me, but I, as much as I love Get Out, Us, I didn't like as much because I mm-hmm. thought the writing was a little weak. Okay, um, but what I saw in Us though was a very strong Twilight Zone feel to it. Right, it felt very Twilight Zone. You know, maybe you know. For me, you know, maybe you know, it's not. I guess I, I'm interested to see how strong his writing, show running, and producing is going to be on the TV show. And what I what I've seen so far, one he had a the first episode he had a co writing credit. Second episode, I think he he produced it, and of course he hosts it. You know, right, yeah. Sterling type. But uh, I liked what I yeah. saw. So well, I mean, um, I haven't yeah. seen us yet, but I, I even got those, the, you know, the Twilight Zone vibe from Get Out, yeah. Uh, which, yeah. So yeah, you can definitely tell he's a big fan of that uh, genre and everything like that. Um, the criticism is that some of his work is a bit derivative. Did you see that? In- I'd say it's. Um, I'd say it's more us for me was too ambitious. I love to see ambition. Yeah, but us too. I, it. I would think a little too ambitious. Okay. Yeah. Like for me, didn't have enough Like moving coherency. past the audience a little bit? Yes. Okay. So, but that story, I think, would have worked really well for television. And I have don't know if this is true, but it would not surprise me if Us started out as a Twilight Zone episode. Oh, okay. Coming series. Okay. Like, That'd be oh, cool, you know, yeah. we turn this into a movie? Because a lot of, you know, because there's like a, two, you know, there's a few different plots in there that felt... Like, gee, I would have really liked to have seen each of these fleshed out. Maybe an anthology. In its own, yeah, anthology. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, um, so that, that's what I think. And so that's why I think, you know, maybe he's going to blue, because that's where he was essentially born, because that's where he got his career started. Right. So maybe, you know, we might get a feature film every now and again that's like fantastic, like yeah. that was, but I'm, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do for television. Now, uh, you know, obviously, you know, talking about your website and everything, you also you teach a screenwriting class at the University of Tampa, I correct? Do, yes. Nice. I've been uh, teaching at the University of Tampa for three years. Wow. And so uh, starting this fall will be year four. Nice. And I, you know, really, uh, you know, just uh, I'm very fortunate to have the opportunity to not only uh, teach uh, film, but to get to teach te- teach film at a fantastic school yeah and beautiful campus it's a beautiful campus yeah. the, i worked the, right across the street so i used to see it every day oh cool yeah. uh, uh at the sykes building uh no not the sykes building uh, the other side of uh kennedy boulevard i don't worth okay here we're really local here but <laughs> the building next to the oxford exchange is oh okay was. great oh i, I it's it really <laughs> anybody is. knows that <laughs> but now people do yes so, exactly um, yeah and i i mean i mean it can't really be any uh, better, right? I mean, it, how cool is it that you know I get paid to talk about film? Yeah. Right? That yeah, is, that is awesome. That's the dream. It, yeah, it, it's you know, and seeing new writers, I see you know budding writers every yeah. semester that it's like you really have talent, and and I always start the class with like I cannot teach you talent. You either right. have talent or you don't, but I can teach you you know a lot of this other stuff. Right? Yeah. And I I do see talented writers in there, and those who truly want to tell a great story and to get to be a part of that process is uh, something you just can't attribute a value yeah. to because 
it's uh, just uh, you know I don't know it, it it provides me with a lot of um, not only professional fulfillment but I also feel I feel I feel fulfilled yeah. just as a as an Personally, individual. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's well, and yeah, then no, uh, I can't think of a better guest than to have someone who actually teaches the art form of film, you know, to a class to to, to talk. Yeah, well, hey, you know, we we talk. He's yeah. such a special guest that we're not allowing him here for just one episode. Right? You're yes. Like, you're doing two. Yes. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. What are we diving into today? Uh, today. I don't know, the, 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 these binds that have me affixed to the chair that I can't seem to get out of in the zip tie. Yeah. Well, he's comfortable. Yeah. The blood's flowing. Still. Yeah. You, they do give me water and an yeah. eyedropper occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> he's right, talking want, still. So. You want to tell the audience about your, your uh, personalized water bottle? Oh, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> I think um, it's fantastic. My, uh, while they're uh, getting to drink some uh, really dope beer, I am drinking water bottle out of my, my personalized figure skating water bottle that my coach gave me for Christmas. I love it. And so uh, in August, I will be able to enjoy beer much more frequently. Uh, but I'm working on getting my teeth a lot straighter. So uh, so it's just uh, put up with the uh, kind of the not being able to enjoy beer. Like yeah. In the past. So <laughs> they, six months, I will be, well, August will be here. Yeah. And I'll be able to enjoy it a lot more so that I can come back on the show. Yes. Consider yourself booked. Can, yeah. that, that's, that's, just a, that's just a story. But really, we screen guests uh, before they're allowed beer. He can have beer the second time he comes on. But, you know, period. yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, th- this is actually a topic that uh, Ryan came up with. So another bonus here. Uh, we're doing top five Oscar winning original songs. Uh, not scores. So not, you know, it's not going to be anything like John Williams or anything like that. Hans Zimmer, things like that. It's going to be the actual song. Songs. Uh, you, most recent uh, winner for that was Shallow from um, A Star is Born with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And no, I'm just saying to give people an example of what. Right, exactly. So. So yeah, we're each going to give uh, our our top five list for that. So I'm excited to see what you guys have, and uh, should be interesting. Before we dive in, do yep. we want to preview what next week's episode will be with Ryan? Yeah, might as well. Okay, yeah, we are doing. This is also another Ryan pick. It's really just Ryan's show now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ryan chose for us to analyze Sunset Boulevard, yes. one of his favorite shows. Uh, so that will be our next movies. Week, uh, I'm sorry, one of his it's okay. films. <laughs> films. Come on, show. That's just yeah. That. <laughs> Should I just leave? Yeah. I'll just go upstairs. Yeah, I mean. This is the gift of get out. Yeah. That number, that is the, or the Rafiki throwing Simba off of. Yeah, Yeah, I love that one. Just just step out of the studio, Dave. I'm done. The studio. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, let's let's just jump into it. Uh, Yeah, step out of the dining room, Dave. <laughs> I think the sound is pretty good in here, right? Yeah, yeah. sound like we're in some strange cavern. Or there's, well, maybe crickets are nice, but you could catch those. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's kick this off. Uh, Ryan, you want to do the honors of giving your first one? You want to give your number five? Yeah, my number five. Uh, and actually, it's funny that you uh, mention. Uh, shallow. Okay. Um, a Star is Born because my number five also comes from A Star is Born, and that is Streisand's Evergreen. Oh, okay. Um, 1976 version. Anybody that's known me for a long time knows I'm a Streisand fanboy, which is evident by yeah. the Streisand shrine <laughs> in my bedroom. And okay. so um, I absolutely love uh, Evergreen. No, no, no. Let's not move oh. too past okay. that. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> what do you have in your I, It's not quite a shrine like Helga had for Arnold. Okay. But um, I, I have a collection of DVDs, books, vinyl albums, the Barbara Streisand Barbie doll. Wow. And I have a, an autographed picture of Barbara. Man. This is I, like Fran Drescher from the Vanity level? Yeah. Yeah. It's encroaching upon that. And so... And was and was this year's uh, A Star Is Born? This was your favorite movie of 2018, or one of your uh, favorites? You know, um, really quickly, it was my favorite until yeah. I saw the favorite. Oh, and so okay, yeah. Then the favorite because I saw it New Year's Eve, so I got it. Just, okay, yeah. Just in time, and so the favorite took the number one spot. Yeah, and uh, I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure uh, Star Is Born was number two with Hereditary at three. Okay, but, uh, but up until I had seen the yeah. favorite. It um, A Star Is Born was my number one pick, and I, I adore the 1976 version uh, because I mean, it has Streisand, but Chris Christopherson also does a really great yeah. job, and it was the first version to take it in the direction that we see now because mm-hmm. we go from 
like Hollywood and acting to the music industry. So the current A Star Is Born follows. It, I mean, it's not necessarily a remake. I, I guess it is kind of a remake of the '76, but it's. Um, but those two are about the music industry, whereas the first two versions, the original and then the one with Judy Garland, are more about the about Hollywood and, mm-hmm. and acting. Yeah, and, I haven't seen those. So, so but yeah, Evergreen. I it's uh, you've, probably, you've probably heard it at weddings. Okay. And. It's yeah. just such a beautiful song. Nice. Yeah, I, I wish I had more to contribute to this because, yeah, I've never seen that version. And, I'm, I, yeah, if the song came on, I'd probably recognize it. But, I yeah, it's song, just... but not the movie. But, yeah. Uh, maybe I should go back and check that one. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, yes, you should. Oh, and she also, um, uh, after Streisand attended a concert of, I forget the artist's name, uh, who did not sing the one song that she wanted him to sing. I think it was, he was a French artist, and this was back in the 70s or 80s. And he did not sing the one song that she wanted. She makes it a point to sing Evergreen, uh, The Way We Were, Don't Rain On My Parade, People, all these songs that we associate yeah. with Streisand. She makes it a point to sing these songs at every single concert of hers because she was so disappointed by that one concert she went to. And this artist, she was there to hear this one song, yeah. and he didn't sing it. Oh, no. And so, yeah. she, you know, so she doesn't mind yeah. these songs because she wants to... Uh, you know, she's kind of got a little hot water lately with some of her comments regarding the uh, the you know Jackson documentary and, and whatnot. So, right. Yeah. yeah. She was like what, somewhat supportive or excusing or. Yeah, it was. I don't. I, I'm. She was on crack. So I. <laughs> and Streisand can afford the best in the world. So. Um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. She. I mean. <laughs> she got the good stuff. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. So number five, uh, Evergreen from the 1976. Nice. So. Good choice. Good choice. I, this. So this. I know this will give us some variety here in the in our list because some. You know, sometimes me and Dave have have matchy matches. Yeah. So yeah, this is good. All right, guys. I screwed up. Uh, sound might have been a little iffy at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I apologize. It was picking up all on my microphone. I was super loud. They were super quiet. But hey, I wasn't going to delete that content. It was good content. So I hope you actually, can live with it. Uh, actually, Ben uh, forced us to be on the other side of the room because he wanted this to be just all of his shows. So it, <laughs> it was all Dave and I could do to speak up <laughs> as loudly as we could <laughs> from the other side of the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys caught me, you know, but here we are. So, yeah. <laughs> Ryan's number five was from B- Barbara Streisand. Uh, Streisand. St- it's S. See, I'm yeah, getting corrected. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. I own my mistakes and I apologize for mispronouncing that name. I pro- I pro- apologize for getting this audio all, all screwed all up. Around. All right, Dave, what's your number four? <laughs> or number five, I mean. And. The time of no. my life. No. <laughs> and I never. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I don't, I'm totally embarrassed, but this is my pick. This wasn't I've even on my short my list. Life. Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I saw th- my sisters watch this movie endlessly when I was a kid. I'm, I'm a bit younger than them, so I'm like, you know, I don't know, just a few years old, and they're playing it endlessly. <laughs> I genuinely love the song. I don't love the movie, yeah. but I love okay. the song. It just kind of gets me going. Even now, I, I played all of the, my, my five uh, on my on my speakers the other day on Spotify, and it, this one kind of got me dancing. Mm. So. Well, you know, when I, when, I, when I walked up to the front door, I, I'm pretty sure... Sure, I, I heard this song uh, being played uh, inside the house, and I even think I saw the, the silhouette of somebody a, a, attempting to dance. Holding yeah. a spatula yeah. and singing. Wait, were, were you lifting? Were you lifting your dog up instead of Jennifer Grey? <laughs> wow, I was not expecting this from you. I wasn't I, expecting it from you. Either, I, j- I can't deny how I feel. about I it. jokingly texted to you that you would probably have the Top Gun song uh, "Take My Breath Away." Uh, no comment. So okay, far. that might. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess uh, I shouldn't rule rule that out yet. But uh, okay, so yeah. I mean, I get... it's a very famous song. So I mean, I can't. Thank you for that. But do you uh, like it, uh, Brian? Do you oh, like it? oh yes. I mean, I, 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 I adore, I, I adore the movie. And you know what? <laughs> on my Spotify playlist right now, on Ryan's mixtape is that song. Oh, I love it. I love Ryan. Wow, Ryan look Terry. at that. Thank you so much for the backup there. Speaking of which, you can follow Ryan's mixtape on Spotify because oh. it is a killer playlist if I nice. do say so myself. Now, how can all the listeners at home do that, Ryan? 
I don't. I, I if just they, know if you, they have Spotify. Yes, I'm sure they know Ryan's mixtape. Yeah, you just follow Ryan's mixtape. Okay, and uh, yeah, that's the only one. Blockbuster mentality is now on Spotify. Yes, nice. so. great segue there. <laughs> so you um, can just search Ryan's mixtape, and I'll yeah, find you can. It. Yeah. All right. Well, wow. now I know if I when I need to listen to my Dirty Dancing, <laughs> I will do that. Or you can just look. Well, what up. else you got on there? Now that we're on it. Oh well, uh, <laughs> I have. It's uh, it's it's quite an eclectic mix of. Uh, everything from uh, current hits yeah. to seventies uh, uh, pop, a lot of punk rock. I, nice. I love uh, uh, alt rock, and there's uh, some uh, guilty pleasure favorites like Barbie Girl is on there, yeah. uh-huh. and uh, just it's it's quite the it, I don't, it's every song that I've that's ever meant something to me or it. becomes an earworm winds up on there. So there's no rhyme or reason to any of it. Right. You will even get, I could walk 500 miles that is on there. And so nice. it's just, I just pick because a song that happy, means a right? lot to me yeah. and it makes yeah. me happy. I listen yeah. to it and it just, it, it cheers me up and there's all kinds of songs on there and they're all pretty fun to drive to. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, there you go. So, Dirty Dancing for Dave. Hey. All right. Um, so I, I guess I will I will have the first Disney movie on the list. Uh, out of the three of us, my number five is When You Wish Upon a Star uh, from 1941's Pinocchio. Nice. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, I don't have that one, but Ryan, just so you know, in case you uh, are not familiar with the top fives, if you have the same one but ranked higher, just give it and then we'll... Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, not to steal your thunder, but it's my number two. Ooh, but I also right, have nice. When You Wish Upon a Star nice. on my list. And so, uh, High five. Yeah. Do yeah. we want to kick up to number, save it for then or just get no. into it now? No, yeah, let's All just right. get into it now. Yeah, uh, yeah, might as well. There's five. If it was a top ten and he had it you know, much higher, I'd say let's not. But anyways, uh, yeah, I, I, this is a, a classic song, obviously. A very famous song, as I said about yours. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's just, I don't know. It's uh, First of all, I love Disney World. And it reminds me of Disney World yeah. just because they're always playing that song. Uh uh yeah, me and my wife were going through this list uh a little bit. I, I, I ran I ran through my short list with her, you know, when I was trying to come up with this list and uh this one also had a special place in her heart. So I wanted to, you know, give a little wifey pick too. So uh it's inspirational. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's uplifting. Yeah. Uh, it uh there's we we all want, you know, our dreams to come true. And and as kids, you know, we, we really think they're gonna come true and uh, as adults, we realize, well, you know, some some dreams may not come true in the way we had wanted right, them. Yeah. But it's still it's still important to remember to dream because right. if we if we cease to dream, then you know, uh, if this was Star Trek: The Next Generation, or it was it was Voyager, it was one of the two, and you know, then you actually suffer psychosis. Right. <laughs> uh, so, other than the the the, the scientific side, uh, you know, you you lose some. I think you don't. You kind of lose sight of. You know, goals and right. just uh, reaching for something, reaching for something greater, yeah. and uh, just knowing that you know there are so many possibilities out there. And so, I think the song speaks to not only Disney fans, but I think most Disney fans would probably rank it, maybe if not in a top five, at least in a right. top ten. Yeah. No, but definitely. I think it really speaks to everybody. And and I too, I love. I'm annual pass holder. I'm in the yeah. parks a lot. And I, I, it just makes me feel really good. Yeah. And um, the one of my favorite covers of the song was uh, Mary J. Blige and Streisand. Yeah. who released it on a Christmas album a few, yeah. few years ago. Streisand. <laughs> But you're familiar. I guess you're familiar with that cover. Yes, I am it's actually. Re- yeah, it's yeah, really it is pretty good. Yeah. cover. Yeah, definitely. And and no matter how many covers the song gets, yeah, I think each one uh, adds in a right. little adds yeah. in a little something. But it's 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 nostalgic. Yeah, definitely. And some people don't know it's from Pinocchio. So, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. They just it's yeah. They just it's just kind of uh, so many. Other yeah, things. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything you just said. I mean, I can't really say much better than everything you said. I mean, it's just when I, was the I first echo time exactly. You heard the song uh, when I was a little kid watching Pinocchio. Okay. Um, so I, I I'm a big I, I love Pinocchio. I actually kind of want to do that for a show because we've been you know going into animated a little more. So definitely hoping to do that as a show soon. But yeah, yeah when I, I was a I little like kid, just jump in because. I agree. He did a much better job. So, you want to maybe do a show? You just push Ben out. <laughs> Hate you so much. I, if I could get free from these zip ties, then yeah. uh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Later. Yeah, Dave's in rare form tonight. I'll I'll say that much. <laughs> 
All right, yeah. So great choice there for well, your number two. My, I, I just said great choice to my own, but <laughs> there we go. No, I'm, gl- uh, I'm glad it yeah. uh, made both our lists. I, I I know it's not incredibly obscure, but I actually I I didn't think it was going to pop up, so it's quite surprised. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Love that song. Very inspirational. Got a couple and of dreamers. Takes, takes me back to my childhood. So there you go. We'll talk about dreamers later. Um, and that's my number five. So Ryan, what you got for your number four? Number four. Um, please don't kill me. Number four is another Streisand Oscar-winning song. <laughs> uh, the name of the song is also the name of the movie, and that is "The Way We Were." Okay, I um, it's nice. I absolutely love this song. <laughs> it uh, it brings tears to my eyes uh, almost as often as "Wind Beneath My Wings," which isn't on my list, but it's another favorite of mine. Uh, Bette Midler's did that win from a, that, did that win an Oscar? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, so yeah. it couldn't have been couldn't have been on my list. But I, I love the wind yeah. beneath my wings, and so it it uh, the way we were. It it's because it's uh, it's about uh, you know memories, you know, like the corners of my mind. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> nice. and it's you know, I think you know, we when we look back through our lives, I think the song really speaks to us because it feels very introspective, and. The um, you know, if you've seen the movie, then you're able to. The song's even more powerful because then you see the relationship between Streisand's character and Ryan O'Neill, and you know, then there's even more weight behind the song. But it's a song that's transcended the decades and is even it was even part of the um, Oscars a few years ago for the uh, in memoriam. Yeah, I it remember was, that. Yep, uh, maybe seven years ago at this point yeah. or something. Was she with Ryan O'Neill? Uh, no, no. Okay. Although they appeared in uh, two or three movies together, uh, they appeared in, of course, the way we were, yeah. and they also appeared in the one about uh, boxing. The um, uh, the main event is, uh, um, I can't remember. Yeah. What do you think of him as an actor? Um, I really like that he, um, stayed. Uh, he's consistently stayed working, and even when he was no longer appearing. In a lot of films, he found himself a place in Bates Motel yeah. uh, as uh, you know, the uh, as uh, Norma's uh, ex-husband. Right, and I thought, wow, it's like you know, I mean that 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 is really cool. I, I mean, to go from yeah. being kind of kind of a heartthrob to being just um, an older man, just an older yeah. man, but he was able to make that yeah. transition, and yeah. and I I admire that. I don't think of him as a great actor, yeah. but I do think of him as somebody who knows the business and is willing to make the changes right. in his career to keep working. And you know what? I, Bates Motel was a fantastic show, and I thought he did a great job yeah. with that character. That's a show I need to catch up on. For some, I was watching it and was fully invested in it, and for some reason, I just never I stopped watching for some reason or and another. And he kind of still yeah, has he, those boyish good looks. Yeah. Like Paul Rudd will probably never lose. Yeah, yeah so. I just saw he turned 50. Yeah, yeah 50. I can't believe it. 30, yeah. maybe. <laughs> uh, what do you think about uh, Ryan O'Neill? Because he was, of course, in Barry Lyndon. Which yes, I, he was. I struggle with him in that movie back and forth. Sometimes I like him, sometimes I hate him, and I, I really would wonder oh, that, what kind of a movie that, that film been. though. Barry Lyndon, absolutely love it. Every scene is an oil painting. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. love it. And I, the favorite, took so much inspiration Definitely. from Barry Lyndon, yeah. and not a way that felt like they're ripping it off. That's a new. It's a totally new story, but I love how there were so many echoes yeah. of Barry Lyndon right. in The Favorite. I think we talked about, uh, this, we're going way off here, but we talked about The Favorite. We did a show on The Favorite, actually, and I didn't like it as much as, as both of you guys, but uh, one thing I noticed about that movie, which was uh, just going to Barry Lyndon, was uh, how in The Favorite, everything was candlelit, and uh, in Barry Lyndon, th- that was a real challenge, I believe, in 75. Kubrick had to invent a new camera just to be able yes. to shoot in with that kind of a contrast with a candlelight. I think it was a new lens. Right, I right, think, or, yeah. yeah. Uh, he like made his own basically, uh, or he used an old one. I don't remember exactly. But uh, Ryan O'Neill, uh, he hated, hated Kubrick. He has got horror stories well, about how brutal Kubrick was to him. He um, almost like just broke Ryan O'Neill. Uh, so he's got nothing. Shelley Duvall says the same thing uh, for her role in The Shining. The Shining, yeah. yeah, yeah. She had a she had a tough time in that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think she did go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but I totally uh, forgot Ryan O'Neill was uh, our central character in Barry Lyndon. Yeah, I mean he is. That's that's him. And uh, I don't know. That might have been. Uh, you, have you seen that one, Ben? I have not seen that one yet. I went through last year. I went. I just went through all the the Kubrick catalog, which I you know the ones I hadn't seen, and just watched them all. And that one that one stuck with me. I went back to it. There's 
it's a flawed movie, but certainly I would still call it a great movie, even despite its problems. So, I don't know, maybe that could be a possible blockbuster mentality episode. Maybe someday. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, so, The Way We Were. No, you're number four. Sorry, there you go. Totally <laughs> no, no it was on Ryan O'Neill. It was a Barry Lyndon. It's, it's all connected. Yeah, it's all connected. <laughs> These tangents have purpose. <laughs> all right, so now we're on to Dave's number three. What you got? Or number four, number sorry. Four. Number yep. four, I, I'm not going to sing again. Uh, but uh, No, I, please do. <laughs> no, that, but this one is, I just called to say I love you. Oh, I love that song. I just never Ooh, saw the movie it was from. I haven't so. seen it either. This one's yeah. got Gene Wilder, Lady in Red. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that song. I, I just, just called yeah. oh, okay. to say how oh. much I care. <laughs> Have you stay tuned for the Patreon episode. We'll feature three of us doing karaoke. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, I love that song. That's a good yeah. song, yeah. But yeah, I never saw the movie. I, I, I just I, love the song, really. As, a, like... as a rule for myself, I made it so okay. I, I didn't choose it if I didn't see the movie. So, yeah. Sorry. Anyways, I go on. In that, in that no, no, that was a rule I made for myself, <laughs> not you. You can do what you want. I don't want. have much more to say because I don't know the movie. Maybe I, maybe I should have helped. It's a great. No, <laughs> it's a great song. I love. I love song. Yeah, I love that song too. Great choice. That's all you got for it. That's all I have okay. to say. I just like the song. I mean, I'm looking through. Okay, so I looked through the list of Oscar win. You know, from 19 what 34 or something. Or, 34. Yeah, I think so. Uh, down the line. This, is, this one stood out to you. <laughs> all right. Hey, you know, I'm not hating on it. Not hating on it at all. Subtly, there was a little dig there. Well, you know, I actually, you know, I had to watch the movie to put it on my list. So, no, I don't uh, think so. I think some people get introduced to songs yeah. uh, on the radio even before they watch the movie. I mean, I, in fact, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think The Shallow was released before the yeah. wide release uh, uh, of the it? film. Yep. So I, I think, you know, you were able to, you know, become familiar with songs and you don't. Can you appreciate a song more by watching the movie? Sure. Yeah. It is entirely possible. It may not be the case 100% of the time, but oftentimes does help. But I think you can appreciate an Oscar-winning song even without uh, you know, feeling like you have to watch yeah. the movie. Well, that's true because it's different because this is a Stevie Wonder song. Stevie Wonder was obviously not in the film. Whereas we're shallow, these are the characters performing that song. So it is different in a sense, yeah. So the song itself could just be a pop song. You can just hear it because you heard it on the radio, yeah. not necessarily having a yeah, connection to the movie. Yeah, good point. Thank you for defending me. <laughs> yeah, someone's got it. So <laughs> there you go. All right, so that was Dave's number four. My number four is, again, wanted to include some classics as well. Uh, it's one of the first winners of the Oscar, and it's uh, Over the Rainbow from Wizard of Oz. Nice. I have Excellent that. choice. I it, it almost made my list. Yeah. Because it is uh, much like, I think we can attribute a lot of what we said about uh, When You Wish Upon a Star to yes, exactly. Somewhere it's Over the Rainbow. Very so. I think it's uh, there's even a lyric in it that says... You know, when you wish upon a star, or I wish upon a star, or something like yeah. that. So it's, it even has the same lyrics. So, uh, yeah, just love it. I love the cover by uh, what's his uh, the Hawaiian dude. Um, anyways, the the ukulele cover yeah. for the song is just which was amazing. in a million movies. Yeah, for like five I know. Years, yeah, right? <laughs> but it's so good. It's um, great. Yeah. So yeah, I think that kind of reinvigorated my my love for the song. But uh, but yeah, I mean, again, pretty much what we said about when you wish upon a star. I mean, that's basically what this. Uh, uh, Songs about is just about dreams coming true, and you know, and when, uh, yeah, that I mean, uh, was also my number two. Oh, that's your number two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I didn't want to step over, uh, but yeah, no, love yeah. that. Yeah, it's love great. that song. Yeah. Actually, I would say I, I like the movie, and, and I and I love the movie, but I almost like the song more than the movie. And it's one of those songs where, at least for me, and I, I'm sure you guys both have the same feeling, where when you're singing along, you feel yourself getting emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that with this song. Yeah, I don't know what it is. If it's just Judy Garland's voice or just the whole setting of the song, when I sing along, I'm like, I'm gonna cry if I yeah. keep singing. <laughs> kind of a thing. I find it deeply emotional. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got uh, d- deep because this is 19, 1939, right? 1939. Uh, yeah, yeah, 1939 was what is Vaz, and it's just I don't know. Yeah, it just. Uh, uh, when I look back at these old movies and like some of the things they say and some of the, you know, yeah. ideas that are brought up, which we'll talk about in our, in our Sunset Boulevard episode, it's like, I, I don't know. I just feel like it, those time frames in, in, you know, life are 
foreign and you know they 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 don't know the problems we have today and yeah. what we think about today but I know, it's, it's funny like, to it's, think about that right it's like it, they're strangely relatable to yeah. me it's just like it's yeah. it's crazy but i guess it's just a humanity thing throughout time it's just it's continually surprising but it's yeah. a universal thing right people are people and we kind of have the same problems. right yeah so um so yeah this song I definitely was, brings that up uh, surprise uh, surprised that i did not know that it won the Oscar for Best Original Song. Yeah. So when I was going through uh, the list on IMDb of all original song winners, it's like, oh, I obviously I know the song. I think it's it's hard to not know the song, yeah. but I, I didn't know that it uh, won the Oscar for yeah. Best Original Song. So it was so this this has been really educational yeah. for me because yeah. I, I learned something legitimately new. Right. Yeah. And I I had no I I had just no idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's funny because when you when you look back at the Oscars, even for like Best Picture, like I, it's surprising to find out that Citizen Kane actually didn't win the Oscar. Just how yeah. high, highly praised it is and everything. So. Um, yeah, well, Hitchcock I, I, and Kubrick never won Oscars either. Yeah, that's true. And I don't think yeah. Craven ever won an Oscar um, for either directing or writing. And so there are these, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, these uh, directors and writers that that are just such a part of the zeitgeist and well, that Scorsese, were emulated. Scorsese is another great example. He gets example. it, but for you know, he's way past his best work, well, yes. and then he give him an award. Well, you know, that's not good enough for me. Yeah. Just to say you've got one on your resume now. You know, you should be rewarded for you know that work that he did. Right? Yeah, definitely. Driver, no raging bull. And yeah, and then yeah, the fellas. Or, like I've just I've come to the realization that it. You know, it it doesn't matter if you win the Oscar or not. You know, will your film stand the test of time? Right. Yes. Definitely. And you know, will you be emulated? John Carpenter is another great example. And so these are these are uh, men, uh, and I just say because there haven't you know been you know, we there are more there have been more past contributors to the world of directing uh, that are men than women. But I'm glad to see that we have an increasing number of yeah. of women directors. And so you you have these guys who. You know, whose work is being emulated by all these present-day directors and writers, and yet they never won an Oscar. Yeah. And yet theirs is the work yeah. that we still talk about yeah. today. And you, you, you can name more of like those pivotal works than you can uh, Oscar winners. And so it's like, okay, so you didn't win the Oscar. Well, if, 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 if Kubrick and uh, Hitchcock didn't win Oscars, right. well, then... It does it really matter? No, yeah, not really. It's just sort of a, a guide, but not the final word. Yeah, so, it's definitely a guide. Yeah, I mean, it's just you, you people. Yeah, shouldn't always make that the end all be all. Like, oh, it didn't win an Oscar, so I'm not going to check that movie out, or you know, it wasn't even nominated. Like, that's not the uh, right idea to have about film. What were you going to say, Dave? Ryan, you're a horror guy. Yes, we could all tell. <laughs> by the directors you're mentioning, and also in your, I think, I believe in your Twitter profile. So, what I propose is when you are. Uh, now in August you're ready to drink again. We want to have you back. You know it's not not pressure. Well, you may not leave tonight, but if we do, <laughs> we let you leave and then come back. I say we do a horror movie. Yeah, that'd uh, be fun. A Ryan Terry pick. You pick pick it. We'll watch it because neither one of us are really horror guys, mm. and I don't necessarily have anything against the genre. Maybe I just don't understand it enough or appreciate it enough. So it'd be kind of uh, interesting to get yeah. into that. So. No, sure. I, I'm always down to talk horror. Yeah. And that is actually what I'm gearing up for HHN season. And for those of you that don't know, HHN is Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, I made the mistake and, of asking that. Yes, and, and I, I died <laughs> a little on the inside. Um, we still have a few months for that. But, <laughs> but this is, uh, you know, that's, that's when I'm really gearing up. Because it start, actually, it starts on my birthday weekend this year. Oh, so it's fun. like, what better way to yeah. celebrate my birthday than at Halloween Horror Nights? Happy yeah. HHN uh, birthday. Yeah, thank you. That's, it's, 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 I, I, I'm excited. Six months from now. <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good idea. We should definitely, <laughs> we should definitely have him. So the well, stipulation is, though, he has to be able to drink by then. Yeah, the <laughs> I will. Uh, well, well, August uh, fifteenth is when I can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when when does yeah. it too come out? September, I believe. Okay, yeah. but that's Maybe. cheating. Though I think. All right, fine. It, It'll be a Ryan pick. Well, it should be like a horror classic that maybe the two of us aren't familiar with, where he's like, guys. You guys don't know. I want. I'm speaking for you here, but you guys don't know horror. What you need to know is this movie because this is a great horror movie. And you know, I know you like film, and you're not inter- interested in the genre so much. But if you watch this, you'll get an appreciation. That's kind of what I have. In I mind. think I'm leaning towards. There's so many to choose from, but I'm kind of leaning towards Wes Craven's New Nightmare because okay. I don't feel that it gets nearly enough love because it really is the precursor to Scream. Uh, Craven perfected um, 
the meta horror film in Scream, right. but uh, he first played around with the idea of meta horror in Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Okay, and that was I, I think it's it's a film that it it gets overlooked because it is a different take on Freddy Krueger, but it's one that I feel is a lot of fun to talk about. Freddy being my favorite horror icon. Okay, and so I think um, I think in New Nightmare because that right. one you can talk about. I mean, anytime it's it's not you know it doesn't have to be any particular season. I right. think that's one because yeah. Scream gets a lot of attention and it should. Yeah, right. But I don't feel that New Nightmare gets the attention that I feel well, that Scream it was a phenomenon. Yes, for yeah. a while and spawned sequels and parodies and a whole like cottage industry. Yeah, like, definitely. Scream was the thing. And, and so, how do you? So you just? I'll just ask you this: You just suspend disbelief in the film. Is that how you do it? Because that's my problem. I have a hard time suspending disbelief in horror films. I think is maybe my, my issue, hmm. possibly. I, I, I do give myself over to it. Yeah. And I think that's why I can enjoy a schlocky horror film. And I can rewatch it and rewatch it. Even though I know this, this is not a great film. But it's a lot of fun to watch. And so I don't mind giving myself over to the fantasy element right. of uh, horror. And I mean, we do have more realistic depictions of horror. I'd say hereditary, you know, it feels much, much more real. Uh, but uh, then, and then you have examples like misery and misery is another one I love talking about because Kathy uh, Bates delivers. I love misery. An, an yeah. Oscar winning yeah. Yeah. You know, performance, so which is a win horror? for horror. Yes. It's okay. definitely horror. And uh, the William Goldman script and Rob Reiner's direction really deliver a Hitchcockian yeah. uh, take. On, it, it feels like a Hitchcock film. In fact, you could remove Rob Reiner's name and you could put Hitchcock's name in yeah. it and you would believe it because it's I, shot in the style uh, of Hitchcock. I actually, I, when we did our, we did a top five Oscar yeah. winning performances and Kathy Bates was oh, in Oh, her my, Annie in, Wilkes. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, do your ankles hurt right now? Because yeah, mine yeah. do. You just <laughs> mention her <laughs> name and your ankles begin to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> my face. Yeah. <laughs> just can't do what, it. Is, is Psycho a horror movie? Oh, Psycho's definitely a horror. In fact, Psycho is the, it's pivotal because it is the first modern horror film. Uh, now, some might argue with me that Peeping Tom, because it came out a month earlier, was first, but Peeping Tom you did won't get not that get. Okay. So, so. Safe spot. <laughs> so, but yes, uh, Psycho was a, the very first, it was the first modern horror film. And in my screenwriting class, I, um, I dedicate an entire week to suspense and horror. Yeah. And uh, so I go through the different, um, different stages of horror, starting with the 1920s and working my way up to right. today. And it's the first modern horror film. And it um, is the one that is still being emulated today. And uh, I, I don't, I don't recall if the score uh, was nominated for an Oscar or not. But regardless, if it was not nominated, it is probably the most iconic yeah, score iconic. Yeah, in all of cinema. It has the, uh, the single greatest scene in all of cinema. So there's so much that we can uh, take That's away from it. Kind of what we were talking about with uh, you know uh, a movie standing the test of time. Can it stand the test of time or yeah. not? You know, and that score can it stand the yeah. test of time? If it did win an Oscar, awesome. But if it didn't, like that's everybody knows one it. One of the most iconic, yeah. It's scores even ever. in uh, <laughs> I think Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, you know, you get like hints of those uh, the, the the violin screeches, and it's become part of yeah. the our, the horror library. You and almost it, expect yeah. it now. Yeah, right? you, it's, <laughs> he, it's like become a part of your like in your sensory like your mind. You're like, yeah. I get that screeching. You know, <laughs> I, I, I kind of need it to like get my blood going or something. Yeah, like that. definitely. That's this is, this is a tangent filled episode, but, <laughs> but I, love it. I love it. I love it. I know. No, I'm not complaining. Knowledge, I'm not so. complaining. I'm just you know I want want to move along because I I'm, I'm excited to you know do our next show too. But uh, but uh, so yeah, that was we're, we're not. No one's going anywhere tonight. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So yeah, we're we're good. <laughs> so yeah, my number four was over the rainbow. <laughs> oh my god! Check, check, check out Psycho <laughs> in a theater near you soon. <laughs> where where are we? What planet are we on? What's happening here? <laughs> over the rainbow turned into Psycho. That's that's what I love about talking movies. You can just go and go and go and. You know, you end well, up. Bates Motel might be over the rainbow. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Hey, now we're talking. Okay. Uh, Ryan, what's your number three? <laughs> uh, number three to to, uh, to go in the complete opposite direction of the of uh, the way we were going is 
uh, Irving Berlin's White Christmas. Oh, okay. Not on my list, but good choice. Good choice. So I uh, love White Christmas. It's not my favorite Christmas song, but it does stand out amongst all these other Oscar-winning yeah. songs as a Christmas song. I don't know if um, Meet Me in St. Louis, um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas was nominated or not, but it's certainly another standout right. one from cinema. But this, you know, this stood out to me because it's a Christmas song. Yeah, uh, which a war is movie. yeah, and like, a war movie. I remember the first time I saw this, movie, what's happening? Because I didn't know. You know, I just I knew the song before the movie, and I'm like, wow, this is a war movie. <laughs> it, it, like, yes, you never really. You, what what they, movie is it from? White Christmas. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah. it's, the song's White Christmas. Right. So it's from White Christmas. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> and, and you're right. It's a total juxtaposition right. because it's war and Christmas. I mean, who would think yeah. to to write a Christmas movie but that's when you need during it most. wartime? But th- yes, that is when you need it most. And I think that's why this song is so powerful because it's a song that seems to come around right. when you need it most. Yeah. And I don't think it's really about and i i don't study music so i'm I'm not as knowledgeable but i don't think the song is necessarily about a white christmas i think it's what that white christmas represents to you to what that white christmas represents to me and and that's what it's that's what it's talking about you could replace white christmas with just about anything that has significance to you or to be the best of something and perhaps that's why it won the Oscar for Best Original Song. It's not one that I would, if somebody had asked me, you know, um, the you know, Oscar winning Christmas songs or whatever, I, I, it's not one, you know, right, it's not yeah. one I would have picked. But it's an ideal, right? Yes, it's it's an ideal and it's something. It that, might be the only Oscar winning Christmas song, it, I would assume. I, yeah. I think it could yeah. be because it's the only one on the list that stood out to yeah. me that way. And since I, you know, I, I love Christmas and Christmas time, and mm-hmm. I mean, just like the holidays from Halloween through New Year's, I just I love I love that time of year, yeah. and it uh, I love being transported back to kind of a nostalgic Christmas, and uh, yeah, this uh, White Christmas, nice. it's just um, yeah. peaceful. Good. I like. I'm loving the variety we got here. This is it's it's good stuff. Um, then that was your number three, Dave. What's your number three? My number three is another move or another song that is personal to me, which is uh, this won't surprise anybody, but it's also it's, I want to talk about this topic. Is can you feel the love tonight? The Lion King. Nice. Yes. Short list, but uh, yes, I love that song. Good we, choice. Uh, we did a Lion King episode, so please check that out. Uh, I think. You know, not to toot our horn, but I think one of our better episodes in our first yeah. foray into animated film, and it uh, it was a lot of fun because this is actually not just you know a cartoon, this right, is an yeah. actual film, and uh, you know it's sort of topical because they're remaking the trailer just came out, directed by John Favreau. Now I have to say, <laughs> uh, Timon was played by Nathan Lane. I love Nathan Lane. The Nathan- producer is Birdcage, and I'll just. Nathan, so great. Nathan Lane is a comedic genius, right? Yes. He is hilarious. He completely, and I think we talked about on this episode, the very, the first, I don't know, 20 minutes, 30, 25 minutes of this movie is very serious and dark. And then Simba goes on this journey and runs into Moan and Pumbaa, and it changes the movie, and you're happy. And these guys, they kind of make the movie. Right. Nathan Lane is great. Now we're getting Billy Eichner. <laughs> And I, I'm pretty and I, sure Nathan Lane is still alive. Yeah, unless, right. unless I have yeah, missed, they got James Earl Jones something. to yes. reprise Mufasa. I don't know, so. you guys, I, I'm like profoundly disappointed yeah. in this choice. It sounds like you're as disappointed I, in that as I was that Angela Lansbury did not voice Mrs. Potts in uh, Beauty and the Beast last year. I, yeah. I like Emma Thompson well right, enough, but yeah. you you have literally a living legend, right? Yeah, and who is still working right. in the industry, and you you don't. She is Mrs. Potts. So yeah, they I brought was, back uh, James Earl Jones. Yes. why not? Nathan, there is no one yeah. better than Nathan. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's Seth Rogen as Pumbaa, I think, makes sense, and it's you I, know, can, get behind, I, yeah, I can get behind. I can that. Can get behind that. Yes. He's a more of not a household name, but he's more of a recognizable recognizable and name. He is excellent in Longshot, which I actually got to see early back um, back in March, and it comes out in May. And oh, uh, with Charlie Stern, with Charlie Stern, who's single, by the way. So for all of you who are single out there, Charlie Stern has been single for I think she said ten years. What? So if Charlize Theron is single, there is hope for all the rest of us. <laughs> there um, you go. Wow. But they, their chemistry is yeah. incredible. How did you see in it? The movie. Um, it's I not got out a, yet, is I it? got early uh, early screening tickets. Okay, gotcha. Because I didn't get much from the trailer, but oh, it is great. Really? Yeah. Like it is. It reminds me 
of Game Night, which I completely dismissed last oh, I year. Love Game Night. Until I saw, I'm like, <laughs> how did I dismiss this movie? The writing is stellar. The acting was great. The yeah, writing was yeah. great. Everything about Game Night, movie. yes, very much so. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so that's I'm this a, year's I'm Game Night. I'm a big Jason, Jason Bateman guy, yeah. yeah. But I like it a little bit more than Game Night. Their yeah. chemistry okay. is interesting. Like, I loved watching them together. I, and no two, no, no two other actors, I think, could have pulled off these roles so effective. I know they uh, kind of advertise it as like a reverse pretty woman. Did you and get that is, vibe? Yes. Yeah, okay. It's definitely a reverse yeah. pretty woman. He's but. a prostitute? Yeah, <laughs> sort of. Yeah, I mean, what is he in PR or politics? What, what? Uh, he was a he was a journalist. Oh, journal, that's sort yeah. of yeah. like prostitution. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's not. It's uh, or podstitution. Pod, as, yeah. as your nickname is. There you go, uh, Brock uh, Cocktail Party Massacre. If you're listening, I'm. Uh, he is the the creator of my newest moniker, which is Podstitute. Yep, which because you're a, a guest on several podcasts, <laughs> yes. so just you're a little podstituting context. yourself as we speak. Gr- great. Uh, yes, I know. Wow. Uh, Great choice, Dave. Lion King. Uh, It's funny because I a few of these I actually like the other song more that was actually nominated too. So in this case, uh, Uh uh, uh, Circle of Life was the other one nominated. I I I like Circle of Life better than Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Okay. Oh, so both songs were nominated. (laughs) Yeah, they were both nominated. Yeah. How often that that happens? Yeah. Well, there's there's a couple more that I'm going to mention. Okay. So. Be on the lookout mm. for that. Um, uh, which okay. brings me to my number three. Dave, you're throwing so much shade tonight, man. He's he's in rare form, man. He's he's, he's well, we got the hey. we got the positive so <laughs> trying to play both. <laughs> I understand. I'm going to go to my number three as to you know as the guy who moves the show along. Uh, my number three is uh, totally different than any of the songs we've talked about so far it is a great movie a great song to listen to before a workout or before a sports game or before anything (laughs) no i'm going lose yourself from eminem from eight mile Uh, uh, yes exactly i'm from detroit as well Um, yep very good and i was kind of jealous you guys are wearing like movie shirts and i'm not but i just realized it kind of is a movie shirt that, that, that works yeah so there you go. I, I'm kind of <laughs> still waiting for that to happen, though. <laughs> Detroit striking back. Yeah, yeah I'm, uh... <laughs> I know. it's it's a it's a One work in pro- it's a work in progress. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is just a I don't know. I love this song. I've always I've, I've been a fan of Eminem for a long time, and uh, since this the is, real Slim Shady stood up, that is correct. <laughs> the whole um, stuff yeah. is great. Yeah, it really is. Um, he. Uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it's amazing that Eminem is now an Oscar winner. Um, yeah, you true. know, it's uh, quite a good movie, good story. Yeah, go, yeah. He's I mean, an interesting guy. Yeah, Eminem. yeah, he is. But yeah, I mean, the song it's just one of those pick you up songs. You know, it's yeah. just you know, just yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's again a good song to pump you up and to, you know, you only got this one opportunity. You know, don't miss your chance. And you know, it's just about seizing the moment kind of song. So uh, definitely always always pumps me up. So yeah, I I'm glad uh, glad to have my boy Eminem in there. I so that was the simplest explanation. Thank you because we are not. There's no tangent yet. Yes, no, no tangent. I know. <laughs> I don't have a tangent. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my number three. What's your number two, Ryan? Um, well, my number two we've already talked about, which is when oh, yeah. you rush upon a star. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yep. So, so, uh, so we can actually save some no time. tangent there yeah. either. So save some time and yeah. we'll uh, move over to Ben. Uh, well, Dave, the, yeah, it's all you right. You can hit your if you want. You can hit your number one. No. Come on to my number one as well. Oh, why? Okay. What was your number two? Uh, I had it. I crossed it out. Uh, can you feel the no? Oh, I had it over the rainbow. Oh yeah, we already. Wow. Oh, all right, did. so we're on into my number two then. That's right. All right, we got buddy. <laughs> uh, this is another example. I, I actually like another song that was nominated better than this one, uh-huh. but this is one of my favorite movies of all time now. It is from 2016's La La Land. Oh, it is yes. City of Stars. Yes. The um, very dreamy oh, Ryan Gosling. Yes, yes. absolutely. Absolutely wow. adore this movie, adore this Love song. especially. Yep. show on this. Yep. And uh, this, uh, I'm sorry, just 
Yeah. That's a, this made our, our blockbuster mentality top 50 list. I'm not sure where that... It was in the teens, I think, right? No, I think it was top 10. Oh, it was a 10? Yeah, because yeah. I think it was in my top five, Great personal. Film. Yeah, oh. I love it. So, yeah. it... it, it it is a modern day masterpiece. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's. A, I'm a little presumptuous in stating that because it's only been a couple of, of. I don't think so. No, because because everything about it worked so well. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I don't think it's been out long enough for me to quite call it a perfect film yet. But I feel very Pretty comfortable in calling it a masterpiece. I, yeah. I love that song. I love the film. Uh, for anybody who's uh, uh, in the arts, whether it, it, it's film, video. Uh, or audio arts, or uh, you know, if you're uh, painting oil on canvas, I think for for artists, or and you can even expand it to anybody who has a dream, right? Yeah, that it uh, really speaks to you. Yeah, definitely. And that's uh, it. You definitely got me to kind of change some priorities around, and when I would um, at a time that I felt a little discouraged, mm-hmm. and it it really it, it really helped. And so I think it's a film that that evokes not only emotional responses, but I think it evokes like legitimate change for yeah, those who definitely. love um, who, who love art. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the I feel like the songs on my list are a theme here. But uh, yeah, about your dreams and everything. I mean, this movie is definitely about that. Uh, my my, I actually liked the other song that was nominated better uh, than City of Stars, which was Audition, which uh, Emma Stone sings at the end. Uh, love that song. Here's to the ones who dream. You know. And so I mean that's uh, is is as foolish as they may seem. I'm not going to sing it, guys. Sorry. Um, oh, but, you, uh, you sang so beautifully earlier. <laughs> I know, but uh, yeah, I mean it's just uh, again about uh, about about the dreamers and everything like that. So yeah, La La Land just always always going to have a special place in my heart. And yeah, City of Stars I had to go with that, especially when they're singing together on the piano and it's very organic. The duet, and, oh, yeah, that's my favorite version of this. Yeah, because there's like three. Versions, yeah, yeah. There's one of Ryan Gosling's whistling. Yeah, the duet, and then there's one other. But yeah, the yeah. duet. Yeah, to so do its best, the best. Uh, two quick things to say on that. It's not a perfect movie for me because the first 15 minutes, I'm kind of lost on it. Uh, the, the, the freeway scene is nice technically, but it's not drawing me in. And then uh, with Mia and her roommates, that whole thing, I'm just not caring until we okay. meet Sebastian. But from then on, love it. Like, absolutely love it. And uh, I had something else that I forgot. So. That's all right. No. Oh, yes. Uh, do what you're passionate about. That's kind of the theme of this show and yeah. what we do. This is why we're here. Yeah, right? This definitely. is why we're sitting at my dining room table. We're passionate about Our this. studio. This is, or, yes. In our, my, our, <laughs> our, 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 our number two blockbuster mentality studio. It's the, it's the, the, the studio annex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> think about it. I mean, it's a Saturday night. We're here. We're talking movies. This is our passion. This is what we do. And you know, thank you to everyone listening. And it's great because they they know they feel our passion about movies. Right. They you know we all have our thing, and this is sort of our thing. And uh, just you know, to piggyback on that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely about passion, and yeah, I, I, I love that. It's do what you know you're passionate about, and what makes you happy, and everything like chicken that. Chicken on a so, stick. Yep. <laughs> chicken on a stick. Yep. Hey, I, <laughs> I still I, need to I get think that I shirt. Have some of that. At, uh, at the Florida State Fair back oh, in February. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Did they play All jazz food music comes on too? Sticks there. Did they play jazz music too? Uh, was it like a three level meta no. reference? No, no okay. they didn't play jazz music. Oh man, <laughs> no, not so close. Fan. They don't play no. jazz. No. <laughs> <laughs> All you hear is a guy in a bullhorn like calling the pig race. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our moment of truth. Uh, we're on to our number ones. Ryan, what do you got? Oh, okay. For the I, I actually, I think I want to. Yeah, do your thing. I think I actually want to. Last minute change. <laughs> no, the start playing. Ooh, start playing. now we're talking. I we don't do here. audio here typically, Ben, and we're going to allow this. Uh, I'll allow it right. this one time. Okay. It, it, we had to undo his straight jacket real quick, but yeah. Yeah, he's... we're loosening the zip ties. <laughs> okay, so. uh, it's getting a little kinky. <laughs> here, we, here we go. And so. Oh. <laughs> it's a flash dance. Yeah. What a feeling. Man, all right. Was not expecting uh, this sure to be is. on the list. Yeah. But. <laughs> yep. Hey. Uh, Irene, Irene Caro, uh, who is uh, also known for uh, fame. Okay. And uh, but, uh, this is, uh, I, I was uh, more recently introduced to this film. Uh, I It was uh, about two months ago. Uh, when uh, Gidget Von LaRue and Angry Man on the Retro Cinema podcast uh, did an episode on Flashdance. Okay. And I, I had never seen Flashdance yeah. before then. I was uh, obviously familiar with Dirty Dancing, you know, same era, but, <laughs> right. you know, and Footloose, but I, I hadn't, far superior film, but. <laughs> I, I hadn't uh, seen Flashdance. And so I, 
Um, I saw Flashdance and I was just instantly captivated. Yeah. And I, I loved, uh, not only does it have a, a figure skater as one of our, you know, chief, you know, supporting characters, right. uh, but it, it's all about, again, pursuing your dreams. And, uh, when I heard that song, it's like, this soundtrack has got to be one of the best movie yeah. soundtracks <laughs> ever. Yeah. And yeah. so that song has spoke to me so much that I told my coach, that uh, my uh, next program, this is the song that I want to choreograph a, a routine to. Nice. Because uh, it's just, I, I, you, you listen to the song and it just, it makes you smile. Yeah. I, I, so I love uh, What a Feeling. Nice. Yeah, good choice. Great I mean, choice, it's, it's yeah. I love, again, just, uh, it, it's about being passionate. Like, uh, I can't with, <laughs> say that it's my favorite song, but when I hear it, it yeah, it's good. It's it makes you, it makes you, I mean, you yeah, can't, you, you have you to energy. move. Yeah. It gives you energy, I yes. Agree. Great call. Good stuff, man. Yeah, that's I. I love the variety we got tonight. What this is again. Yeah, what a feeling. <laughs> I <Yeah>. love that. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Dave? What's uh, your number one? This won't surprise you, Ben. It's it's a movie and soundtrack, really in total, that is very personal to me. But the one that won uh, for best song is "Falling Slowly" for 2007's "Once." That's my number one as well. Nice. Are you familiar with this movie? No. Oh, that's wow. all right. Sorry. Right. Well, one, you need to. Watch the movie, then check out our episode on it. Great film. Uh, <laughs> That's the um, starring Glenn Hansard. He plays. It's about a, a musician. Yeah. Uh, that's not. That's not. Walk, it's not Walk the Line. It's the. No. Um, uh, crap! I don't it's remember. It's a very indie movie. Very indie movie. Um, it's the same guy who did Sing Street. Um, okay. Oh, what's, I'm familiar what's with Sing name? Street. What's his name, Dave? What's his, uh, uh, I'm gonna know it as soon as. Glenn Hansard is the singer, the singer. but uh, uh, John Carney. John Carney, Carney yeah, yep. who did uh, Begin Again. And I love Begin Again. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. It was completely underrated. Uh, that was 2014. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You will love Once. Okay. You will love this movie. It's so indie, so stripped down with the music. It play, it's uh, a guy named Glenn Hanser, who's an actual musician, starring in the film. He's just like a street performer in Ireland. He's He's got a voice and playing ability that will just like break your heart. Is the best way. Yeah, I can no, really. Yeah, it, and right? I, I, I'm, I love just uh, an acoustic guitar and a singer. Like that's, I just yeah. love that kind of and music, the, and it's just, yeah, that's. Without giving too much away, he just sort of meets a girl, and then you sort of see his how he writes the songs that he writes, and his his direct inspiration for them, and they're beautiful, and the story is beautiful. It's an amazing. This is not. I think you just said this is not the best song on the soundtrack. I don't even think there. I can name like four or five that are just as good, if not better. Yeah, it's a fantastic movie, fantastic soundtrack. Falling slowly. Yeah, that's my number one too. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's like a, a fantastic movie first yeah. of all, and then yeah, this song is just. It uh, yeah, it just gives you the feels. And, oh, it's you know, total it's, feels. Yeah, <laughs> in in different ways. Like you get sad, you get you get inspired, yeah. you get a lot of different emotions. Yeah, you know, definitely. Great movies yeah. and great great songs do. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah the voice. I happened to see him live, as I told you, it was great. So, yeah, love Glenn Hanter, love one, love falling slowly. Which got I think falling slowly. You must have you must have heard this song before because it got uh, it got copied. Or, yeah. It was on uh, American Idol a couple times, and then other people sang it too. Uh, it was like a yeah. country version of yeah. it as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. They performed um, this at the Oscars, right? Yep, they did. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I love this song. It's just even even without the movie, this is an amazing song. Yeah, so, yeah, good stuff. So, yeah, that's uh, that's our put number five. So, yeah, put. Please, please do. Um, <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> uh, real quickly, let's just go through our uh, top fives real quick. What was your uh, five through one, Ryan? Uh, five, uh, Evergreen, The Way We Were, White Christmas, When You Wish Upon a Star, and of course, Flashdance, What a Feeling. Woo! Whenever you're ready, Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometime today. Uh, number five, <laughs> I'm having trouble because I crossed out my numbers, which was not very smart. Uh, I've started with, I've had the time of my life. <laughs> From Dirty Dancing, I just got. I just called to say I love you, the lady in red. Number three was <laughs> Can You Feel the Love Tonight, the Lion King. Number two, Over the Rainbow from The Wizard of Oz. And number one, Falling Slowly from Once. Nice. My number five, When You Wish Upon a Star. Number four, Over the Rainbow. Number three, Lose Yourself. Number two, City of Stars. And number one, Falling Slowly. Honorable mentions, I also had Lion King. 
Uh, Little Mermaid, Under the Sea, I had. <laughs> yeah, um, Under the Sea, too. Yeah, uh, I you guys that with Sebastian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aladdin, A Whole New World, which, again, yeah. it won, but I like uh, A Friend Like Me better, which was nominated as well. Uh-huh. Um, and Tarzan, um, You'll Be in My Heart by oh, Phil Collins. Yeah, Any so. love for Skyfall? Yeah, I, I didn't do any honorable mentions, but I th- if I had Skyfall... Uh, uh, probably would have made the list. I I, I really liked Skyfall. Uh, City of Stars would have uh, uh, would have made mine. Um, probably um, uh, the the, the Phil, uh, Phil Collins. Uh, You'll be in my yeah. heart. Yeah. So it's well, definitely yeah. some songs that uh, I should have done some honorable mentions. No, but those are ones that uh, I I I feel like I would have included because. They're uh, they're just beautiful. Yeah, I, ab- I absolutely love those songs. Definitely. So funny how many animated. I know. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a lot there. Uh, I th- actually thought you were gonna have uh, Under the Sea from your tweet, but, See, I, but, yeah, but I couldn't give it away. You know. Yeah, well, true. I listened to it. I'm like, yeah, I would like this song, but this isn't really a great song. It's yeah. just like Under the Sea. Like after a few lines, you're like, okay, it's just a kid's song. You know? I, I'm not, sort of surprised this one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 1989. I love Sebastian. I yeah. love the movie, but it's not really a great song. Yeah. I mean, the audio is a little simplistic and whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Hey. hey, hey What's interesting is nobody mentioned My Heart Will Go On. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I kind of thought that was, it wasn't going to be on my top five, but I thought, yeah. you know, it was yeah. going to, it was going to show up. And um, I've just but, I've I've you know, had too many tears over that song. I'm just sick yeah. of it. You know, I'm just I'm done. Can't say I cried you know? over it, but <laughs> I'm the cool guy. Today. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I've never cried over it. And just the not even the the words, but the that whole part yeah. is just like I'm just like okay, everyone's gonna die. That's yeah. great. <laughs> Everyone we know will die. Um. Anyways, uh, let's end the show on a positive note, Ryan. We really appreciate you coming on, and you'll be back on next next week's episode as well, which we're going to record in a second. Yeah, I, I had a great time. Thank you guys yeah. so much for having me. This Absolutely. was a lot of fun going over uh, Oscar-winning original songs. And uh, I was glad that we had some uh, some crossover, but then we still had some that were yeah. really different. I, and uh, tangents and all. It was, yeah. a, it was a great conversation. And, and listeners, I, I hope you really enjoyed it as as well. And uh, I'm sure Blockbuster Mentality would love to uh, to hear from you. Um, yep. If you didn't contribute, you know, uh, if you haven't like talked about you know, original songs, you know, uh, uh, leading up to the episode, I mean, let them know what you know. What are your top five uh, <laughs> original songs? Yep, definitely, and, yeah. Uh, you know, join the conversation. Where uh, where can they find you on social media or wherever? Uh, find me on Twitter at rlterry1. I'm also on Instagram at rl underscore terry, but I'm not a great photographer, so Twitter is definitely <laughs> much more uh, my platform. And of course, uh, it, on man. on my blog, I, I'm uh, pretty much uh, hashtag no filter. Ooh, yeah, good. Be a purist. Add a boy. So yeah, but uh, join the conversation with me on Twitter. I, I I'd I'd love to it. love to get to know you and, Ryan does and respond. incorporate you. Yes. I do. <laughs> I lo- I love responding. I love conversations. Yeah, yeah. there you and go. And I want to uh, want to include you. So if you're not already following me, you know, consider joining in and. I love to connect you with some great content creators and, and you can join their conversations as well. Lots Definitely. Of great like, Ryan. Uh, like Ryan said, yeah, you can uh, follow us at blockbuster cast. And so like he said, you can, uh, <gasps> you can, <laughs> can we please end the show? <laughs> you can, uh, join the conversation. Let us know your top five, uh, original songs please. as well. Here we go into tangents from <laughs> over the rainbow to psycho. All right, folks. No, well, that is it end, for us. It, end it. <laughs> Shut it down. Or Dave. End the and Ryan, I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at, at the, the movies. movies.